0: It was not a shower of glory. The boy made his name at Riverview with a wonderful larrikin moment at speech day in October 1975. The Governor-General, John Kerr, was giving the prizes in the midst of the supply crisis. Sir John, this must be frightfully boring for you, said the young abbot as he shook the vice-regal hand. Why don't I take you to the Liberal Party rally in town? Kerr laughed, but the quip caused quite a stir. The boy was with his mother at Ruben F. Scarfs a couple of weeks later, Buying a new suit for the end of year formal, when a shop assistant broke the news that Whitlam had been sacked. Pete Abbott said, Fantastic. Tony Abbott backs Kerr to this day. A priest at Riverview had cast his spell on the boy when he was only 16, a spell that's never been broken. Emmett Costello offered him an example of a priest in society, a man of faith in the world of power. Getting about Sydney in a Bentley or a BMW, this heir to a gold mining fortune from Fiji ministered to the rich, pursuing deathbed conversions in harbour mansions and bringing distinguished lapsed Catholics back into the fold. Costello's much touted triumph was the return to Mass of Tom Hughes QC, Attorney General in John Gorton's government. Costello encouraged robust faith rather than pious introspection. Habits of worship were vital. Costello's rule was mass early and often. Life was to be lived and forgiveness was always available to the penitent. Human rights have never been Costello's bag. He's devoted to the papacy. His life's mission has been to find and shape leaders in the interest of his order and his faith. Costello has never been shy of touting his role in the career of Tony Abbott. I first met him in 1974 and he was then in year 11 at Riverview and from the moment I met him he was different – He walked into my room—I was chaplain for the boys—and he projected an image immediately of high intelligence, ambition, drive, and leadership, and I thought, this guy is worth following. The boy was dazzled, too. Here was a worldly priest confirming his own high faith in himself. One day Costello casually suggested Abbott might become a priest. The idea nagged at him for the next dozen years. Abbott would come to rate Father Costello second only to his own father as the most important male influence on my life. In their last weeks at school, Catholic boys of particular promise were taken aside and invited to rather mysterious Peace with Freedom weekends to prepare them for their life at university. Though not invited, young Abbott tagged along. Some instinct whispered that this was not an opportunity to be missed. In those summer days in early 1976, the course of his political life was set, in the heady atmosphere of that secret forum, young Tony was recruited for Bob Santamaria's movement. The men who did the work were Peter Samuel, the bulletin's cranky political correspondent, Warren Hogan, the embattled professor of economics at Sydney University, and Joe de a hardline Catholic union official about to assume lifetime leadership of the Shop Assistance Union. Looking back on this moment over 30 years later, Abbott wrote... It was a thrill to meet people of influence and authority in public life. It was exciting to think that I might be able to make a difference to the wider world. Most of all, it was good to learn that there was a way to get involved immediately through joining the Sydney University Democratic Club. He pledged his troth to Santa Maria. It would be a year before he met the man face to face, but he fell in love that weekend. I have been under the Santa Maria spell ever since. He regarded him, until his death in 1998, as the greatest living Australian. Few shared his awe. Inside and outside politics, inside and outside the Catholic Church, Santa Maria was also widely hated. His venom was phenomenal, his energy inexhaustible, and his fears legion. In the Whitlam crisis just past, he'd privately discussed the need to raise a secret army to defend democracy against the scourge of labour. Now, in his sixties, he was seized by a profound sense of failure. Despite all he'd done, purging communists from the unions, splitting the ALP and founding the Democratic Labour Party, he'd failed in his larger purpose of ending the threat of world revolution and making Australia the good country of his Catholic dreams. His sense of mission was sustained by an absolute conviction that he stood for fundamental truth in a world of superficial values. Others might think him a fanatic, an alarmist, and a bully, but his latest recruit would find him a philosophical star by which you could always steer. Abbott is a man of mentors. Most were old men with embattled beliefs, true believers, relics.